in this world, I promise you, you will have problems. Hey, it's the Sandgren Podcast. I am Tom Baldwin, your host, and uh, the monologuer, the blah, 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 whatever you want to call me. If you're listening, you have fallen prey to my spell. Nah, we don't. Yeah, we're not. We're not doing that stuff here. <laughs> this is a podcast all about faith and maybe a little bit different take. We are not about church. We're not about religion. We're not necessarily about traditions. Now, all that stuff can fit into this podcast, but this podcast really is about, man, sorry, I'm just like the mic and the, my headphones. I just, it's not really jiving here. I don't know what's going on. Um, kind of weird maybe it's just i took a shower so maybe my ears are tweaked a little bit all right (laughs) yeah if you haven't noticed and if you're new to the podcast you totally get that uh oh there we go i had i had yeah i had a button push okay (laughs) not only am i a button pusher but i had my own button push and uh that sounds way more normal boy it's kind of freaky when you're used to doing something and it doesn't sound right anyway (laughs) We are all about an authentic faith walk, and, and it's so hard today because there's been so much like set up by so many religions and so many practices, so many rules or ways of doing it or programs, and you can find any kind of program under the sun, and a lot of them are great, you know, but they fall prey to a system, and being a believer in Jesus, accepting the work he did, okay, the work he did simply for those of you that are new or those of you that are still on the fence, you're just like, man, I just need to hear it again. That is when you do something and you just feel like, wow, I I just, man, the guilt and the shame. And you just know inside of you, you don't need some rule book to tell you. You just know that's what Jesus came for. And that's actually why he gave up his life and why, okay, we can't all do what he did. He rose from the dead with tremendous evidence of him rising from the dead, being killed, right? Killed, crucified, you know, very painful, merciless killing of Jesus. And he came back alive, proved that he had the power to do what he said. And to be part of the supernatural family, all you have to do is say, wow, yeah, I feel that about the things that I do. And I just, I want to turn from those. Okay. Let me just tell you, when you turn from those, you know, a lot of them do the temptation and stuff kind of goes away, but not all of them. And so when we get Jesus in, he covers the things that we will continue to do because you've seen other people that profess to believe in Jesus and you know, the crap that they do, right? I'm, Hey, my hands up. I'm included. I still fall prey. I'm still, uh, yeah, I still don't do things. I still do things that I don't want to do. And even one of the great famous people of the Bible, we call him a patriarch, a father of the Bible, the apostle Paul, we can just call him Paul, um, said the same thing. Okay. He was like, we put him on this pedestal, but he struggled with the same thing. And so once you're in the supernatural family, you're just like, well, what's the point of being in a supernatural family if I can't, well, God is all about being into processes, okay? So you are part of a supernatural family. If you go that route that I talked about, you will feel that supernatural feeling. And part of moving into that supernatural feeling, okay, which then will become a reality, is exercising your faith. And so that is basically where we're going to go with this podcast is taking off of the last podcast. So, um, hey, you guys, I'm just going to get a sip here. Oh, that's, that's, that's really good. So let's just do some housekeeping. Hey, I went 
through uh, my websites. It's been a long time because you all know I've just been busy. I've been working my beep off. You know, that's but. You're just like, dude, but uh, I bet it's still there. <laughs> Unfortunately, you are correct. I wish I had actually worked it off. It felt like I worked it off, but... I managed to um, keep sustain it. And so I'm a little disappointed. That's one of the things that I <laughs> did not really want to sustain. But I went to the Sanguine Faith podcast and one of my donate buttons had a broken page. And so I fixed it. So those of you that have worked around that and donated on some of the other buttons, I appreciate that and just accept my apology that that uh, button did not work, but it's up and running now. And I think everything's kosher there. Kosher is maybe not the right word. Everything's working, okay? It's, it's, it's cool. It's working there. And so if you want to visit the website, hey, and uh, speaking about working my beep off, when you donate, it so helps me to be able to direct funds to upgrading the equipment and having a little more time for doing this stuff that I actually love. And you know, it's never a requirement, but it's certainly appreciated. And if you think $5 doesn't matter, man, $5 makes a huge difference. And I so appreciate it when you donate. So I'm getting a little more blatant about the plugs. It won't ever stop me from doing the podcast, but you have noticed that I've got busy and Boy, you know, it's it's unfortunate because I only have so much time in a day. And so I've got behind on these podcasts and I'm trying desperately hard. I'm putting other things that are possibly more important. Okay. They're not quite as important as work, but possibly more important so I can get caught up on these podcasts so they will be current. And so I, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Tom, I, if you just shut up, I'll donate. Okay. I'm shutting up. You go to sanguinefaith.com. You hit those buttons and, uh, I so appreciate that. You can always contact me. I love your questions. I love your input, your feedback. If you disagree with me, even better. And um, just, uh, yeah, giving me some feedback is super helpful. So 406BigT at gmail.com. I always appreciate that. And uh, you can rate me on Pandora Podcasts. I'm on Pandora. And I'm also on Apple Podcasts. I'm really, if there's any player out there that you use, I am on that. Those who... In particular, you can rate the podcast and you can actually go to sanguinefaith.com and rate my podcast there, which would be super helpful. I so appreciate that. So we got all the all that out of the way. And now it's time for gratitude. Tom's time of of gratitude. I tell you the thing that I'm always most grateful on a consistent basis. And it happened this morning. And uh, one of my friends called me this morning. I just I love community and I love friends. And so I am so thankful for you that listen. You know, there's so many of you out there. I only get a partial view of the stats, but you're all over the place and all over the world. And I thank you. And I know that you're making a difference. The feedback that I get in email, you guys are incredible. And I know I get on rants and I sometimes, you know, it feels like I'm coming down on you. It's only because I know that when you put fire to somebody that wants to improve and wants to be better, it they just take it and run with it. And so I know the substance you're made out of, and I know it will cause you to be better as I listen to my own words and the conviction that I feel in my own words, it spurs me on to even greater potential. So Tom has managed to take up a fair bit of time on the intro. And part of that is just because I'm out of podcast practice and I so miss you guys. And you're just like, you can't even see us. Yes. But the feedback and email and the donations and, and looking at the listener audience grow, there's an interaction there. And so, yes, I so appreciate you. So, hey, let's just do a follow-up on my last podcast. I got kind of intense. And I'll tell you, the conviction has been coming to me and just how comfortable I've become 
being what I would call, you know, the the Laodicean Christian, okay, this is a church, this is a group of people in the book of Revelations at the end time, kind of the end of all times when we have the final battle between good and evil, the Armageddon in the book of Revelations. And it talks about a church where they've just kind of got lukewarm. They're neither hot nor cold. They're kind of like, Oh, I tell you, it just feels like me where you just kind of go to church, you know, but your faith really is on fire and you go enough to kind of satisfy that subtle guilt you feel for not being connected. And I just, boy, the when I started saying, and you guys know, I didn't come up with that phrase really till I got into the podcast that I am from the king. I am here on his behalf to overrule injustice. And as I said that, the conviction and the goosebumps just came over me as, oh my gosh, okay, church and going to a worship service and raising your hand, it is It is like having a sugar cookie when there's a ribeye on the table. It is like settling for kindergarten versus when you have a purpose to serve on a Navy SEAL strike force to free captives. Maybe you're like freeing sex slaves. You're freeing people that have been oppressed. Whatever it is, there's a night and day difference. And so I just, boy, the conviction has just been on me. The things that satisfy this person really are just They're like in Revelations, I want to spit them and myself out because it's just, boy, it's putrid. It stinks. It's of rot. It's of like when a a pond doesn't have an outlet and doesn't have free-flowing water. It just stinks and grows and gets nasty. And I'm looking and I'm feeling the conviction. I'm feeling that about myself. Even recently getting caught up in work and getting behind in my podcast, one of the things that I feel called to do And I've let it slide because the urgency of life has come in. And so that urgency makes it easy to go to church, sit there, have someone cook for me and, you know, see sick people and just say, hey, I'll I'll be praying for you instead of just stopping right there and say, I know and it's kind of cheesy, but I'm going to probably start doing it. I am from the king. I am here on his behalf to overrule the injustice in your life. So you're like, okay, Tom, this is kind of a repeat of your last podcast. No. And if you looked at the title, you know that there's more coming. And so let's just go back to the intro when I was talking about, and this is a promise that Jesus made. He said, in this world, you will have trials and tribulations. Okay. Well, what's it say? Be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. Okay. I have always, and I've said this, and I've said it on the podcast, and I've said it often, and I'm changing my tune. Tom has been wrong, and I have had divine insight into this passage because of basically the last podcast I did, and that line of thinking that has been growing in me is that that promise from Jesus is a lifestyle promise that is going to make us, okay, how, how can I put this? This this is the shaping verse, Okay. What did Jesus do? He did the impossible day in, day out, day in, day out, okay? He did the impossible, okay? That scripture is telling us that, okay, trials and tribulation are very, I would say, akin to impossible situations, okay? Trials come, and maybe they're not impossible, but they're very difficult. And so when Jesus says that, he's like, I'm giving you the opportunity to live a supernatural life, okay? 
We lose the opportunity to live a supernatural life when we can always work out our problems with our natural resources and the natural giftings God gave us. Okay, those giftings are fantastic and we need those, but as being part of a supernatural family, we have supernatural giftings. The fruit of the Spirit is supernatural fruit. Too often I hear preaching that equates it with just normal patience. It's not normal patience. It's supernatural patience. That is patience that works through impossible situations. Supernatural kindness that works through impossible evil and vile intent. Holy cow. I am from the king. I am here on his behalf to bestow supernatural kindness to you. Okay. We are part of a supernatural family. And so when Jesus promises us that we will have trials and tribulation, he is giving us the lifestyle of the impossible. Why? to exercise that faith muscle and grow that faith muscle and become who we are. We should desire and crave. Wow, these are risky words. And it's like, you you might even want to turn me off at this point because this could change your life. And you may not want to be accountable for the words I'm going to say. So you know where I'm going. So you maybe, let's just take a short moment while Tom takes another drink and you may have to make a decision at this point whether you want to turn me off or not. So if you're still there, kudos to you. You are of, uh, what would you call it? That uh, gritty, unobtainium substance, that hard, unique, supernatural substance, okay? If you, you are called to a lifestyle of the impossible, and I think it's time that we thank Jesus for that promise, and we thank him that he has taken us into a realm that we are equipped, but we are not used to using those giftings, okay? Those giftings mean that we are judges and rulers. We are the sons and daughters of God. And what God does, and when his kingdom comes and we are representing his kingdom, and where we go, we take his kingdom, we overrule injustice. It needs to be a natural part of our everyday life. And so that is impossible situation. So the lifestyle of the supernatural is facing impossible things day in, day out, hour to hour, and we work through them like it's just like peeling and shucking corn. We're just, because God has equipped us with those tools. We don't go into an, oh God, what do I do? We go into, I am from the king. I am here on his behalf to overrule justice, okay? I am way outside the bounds of religion and church here, okay? I am right here, smack in the middle of gospel truth, okay? And if it whapped you upside the head, it's because you've been bunkered in a mainline church and you haven't heard the truth of the gospel and Jesus' intent for you. And maybe you've heard it, but you've been numbed and shielded, and so it can't even penetrate that thick skin. You're just like, you become one of these uh, putrid scholars, well, that isn't for our time. That was for, and that's part of that dispensation. It's not this dispensation. And you're not supposed to take that passage literally because even when Jesus talked about sin, he didn't really mean that sin. Okay. Just, I'm calling BS on that. Okay. Would God be upset if I said bullshit? No, God wouldn't be upset if I said bullshit. Does God like us to talk intelligently? Yes. But sometimes he just wants us to say it how it is because 
If you see anything in scriptures, and this is probably going to be my next podcast, Jesus is 100% about people and restoration about people. And if that gets in the way of tradition and rules and regulations, guess what goes out the door? We still, in this modern church, even after Martin Luther, even getting the gospel truth into people's hands, we have set up rules and regulations that were never meant to be more important than people. When I run into circumstances, especially in faith communities where the rules hurt people, gosh, it makes me mad, okay? People are more important than rules, okay? People and Jesus set that example. The dude broke so many rules. And what did he say? I and the Father are one, and I only do the will of the Father. Okay, very similar to what I'm saying, just a different way. I am from the king. I am here on his behalf to overrule injustice. Okay, that's what Jesus came to do. That's what we're called to do. I'm going to say it again, and it can't be said too many times, that we are called by Jesus himself to do greater things than he. Why? For one, we're going to do greater things than him because there's way more of us than they were him. Okay, that which he said is meant to be multiplied through all of his followers. Okay, these are not necessarily people that are in the churches. Okay, now I think some of them are in the churches, but there is this... uh, church that's like a pacifier, but church should be like the red pill, right? You swallow, your eyes get open and you're ready to fight. Okay. You are ready to fight. I hope it was a red pill that was in the matrix. If not, you guys know the gist of what I was saying there. I'm pretty sure I haven't seen it for a while, but the analogy is there. Okay. This podcast and what I'm trying to do to myself. I'm like Puddle Glum in Narnia. If you've ever read The Silver Chair from Narnia and Puddle Glum is in the depths under the earth confronting a witch and she is lulling him. That's not true. You know, there is no such thing, you know, and it's talking about Aslan, which is a representative of Jesus in this book. You know, it's a fictional analogy and metaphor of the scriptures. And she's saying all this and uh, Puddle Glum, he knows that it's true, but he's fallen prey as the spell is coming over, sticks his hand in the fire. And he's like, I don't care if I die here. I know that Aslan is true and I will serve him. Okay. It is time to put your hand in the fire and say, I am a representative of the king. I am here to overturn injustice. Yes, I am. Yes, you are. It is time. There are all these like uh, memes and little videos over TikTok. And you're just like, you're part of TikTok. I absolutely am. I love TikTok. The freedom that on tic- that is on TikTok is unparalleled to anything on any other social media pro- platform. Now they still censor. And yeah, you're probably going to see things you don't want to see on there. Okay. But you're also going to see an incredible faith community and you're going to see an incredible political community that's part of that faith community. And they have videos and they just, they get as simple as this. It's just, they say, wake up, wake up, wake up. Church, you are the difference makers. Wake up, wake up. You are called to the lifestyle of impossible. So when trials and tribulations come in, you need to access and go and realize that you have the tools to deal with the impossible on a daily, on an hourly, on a minute, on a second 
bases, even if they come in that fast and that they don't overwhelm you and they don't overtake you and you have the ability, okay, because you're part of a supernatural family, not on your own. You've joined the supernatural family. And so you have this in your DNA. It just needs to be accessed, okay? There are like genetic things that will tweak on in, I shouldn't say tweak, that will turn on in your spiritual DNA when you begin to believe and accept who you're called to be. It is time to have some genetic switching going on in your spiritual DNA. Let's hit the switch by belief. You, as you're listening to this podcast, you're just like, Tom, you're right. I've read the scriptures. I believe that. That's who I'm called to be. You are switching your genetics, your epigenetics. You're changing the environment around you to activate and become one of those people representatives of the king that is overturning injustice. Powerful. Holy Spirit, just thanks for my friends. Will you just empower them, give them the tools that they need to change, to activate their faith, to risk it in impossible situations and see you and Jesus and the Father answer in ways that are just impossible. But for the lifestyle of the supernatural, the impossible is normal and it's everyday fair. My friends, I so appreciate you. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.